live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving in storage studio, it's The Ramsey Show, a show about your money, your work, your emotional and mental health, your life. I'm John Deloney, joined with my good friend George Campbell, and we are taking your calls on just about anything. 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. You got stuff going on in your marriage. You got stuff going on in your budget. You got got financial questions. You got questions about raising kids. Whatever you got, we're here to help. 888-825-5225. Let's go out to Selena in Dover. What's up, Selena? How are we doing? Hey, guys. Can you hear me? We can. How in the world All are right, you? Great. I'm 27 years old. No, I said, how in the world are you? Oh, how in the world am I? <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I, I can't complain. Oh, you know, I'm grateful. Good. Um, so basically, my backstory is, um, you know, I had everything together. And um, a few years ago, a friend and I, oh, I call her a friend. We're not friends anymore. We got the bright idea to try drugs. And I pretty much lost everything. I lost my home. I was evicted from my home. I crashed my car. Um, I have so many collections. I have about $27,000 in collections. I have 16,000 in student loans and I have a 28,000 repossession as the car. I that's now charged off that I crashed. I was on a run and, um, I have three boys. One of them has autism. He's actually sitting here with me. Um, four years ago, we lost his father on his third birthday. His father passed away from an overdose. Um, my husband and I are, our marriage recently has been kind of hanging on by thread and it's mainly got finances. It's the main thing because my husband's wages are now being garnished for things that I caused. So it's, it's been rough. His family doesn't really talk to me anymore. Um, so we're just trying to rebuild our financial health and our marriage and just kind of figure out where to, where to go right now. The only income I get is, um, the money I get from my son's father passing away and I stay in sober living right now with my two children and I have three boys total, which the unfortunate part about sober living is you can only have two children with you. So my three-year-old stays with his father. So that's, that's been hard. What I want is to be able to obtain a home somehow, whether I rent, get a mortgage and just have my family back together and pay off this debt and, be free financially and never never look back again. I want you to write those goals down, and more importantly, I want you to draw those uh, a picture of those goals. Um, okay. The the hipster cool thing to do is to write down goals. I think it's uh, has value to it. Um, mm-hmm. But for somebody who's traveled the path you've traveled, you're probably very good with words, with getting in and out of situations. You're good at talking. Yes. What is challenging is to A, trust and believe things, and B, actually picture them, something different. Mm-hmm. And so what you just said about a home that is yours, I want you to draw it out, even if it's just you and crayons and construction paper, mm-hmm. and I want you to put it somewhere where you can see it. Because right now, your number one goal is stay sober. There is being a connected mom, um, being a homeowner, having a great marriage, all of that comes after stay clean because you can't do any of those things if you're using. Absolutely. And so the goal here is I'm going to stay in sober living as long as I need to. I'm going to work as best as much as I can. 
and I will care and love my kids and I will also reach out and get help for these boys. I would, this is going to sound counterintuitive. I would rather your boys um, be with somebody for six months. That's not you. And you spend those six months being completely clean, completely well, completely whole. than go in and go out and go in and go out and go in and go out over the next three or four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I also don't want you using those boys as a teddy bear. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not their job to prop up mom in this season. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. And so, um, are you clean now? Yes. How I'll long? be six months and a couple days. How long? Six months and a few days. Yeah, dude. Way to go, man. Did yeah, you, did I, you have I, a big celebration, I, a big six month? Yeah, I, I was, I'm done. I just, I can't do it anymore. Good, I was, good for I, you. uh, it, it it came to a head back in November. Um, I tried to take myself out of this world. I was pregnant and um, and I went to rehab and I decided I was done. That my children deserved better. But more importantly, I had to learn to love myself because, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. I have to, I have to show my children that mom loves herself enough to show that I can do this. So that is beautiful um, inpatient language. Do you believe that? I do. I do. And it's, 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 I have to remind myself some days and, and, you know, some days are hard because everything just seems to be kind of hitting me because, um, I've got some of my wages. They're trying to garnish some of my wages too. And, you know, it just seems some days it just seems like it's too much, but at the end of the day, I have to remember to be grateful that I have my wife. Can I tell you, Selena, I I don't know that there is going to be a too much for you. You've seen too much. You're too strong. You've been through too much. You've stared hell down in the face and you accepted help and you walked back. And so yeah. those people calling you saying, we're gonna, you can just smile at them and say, all right, that's cute. Kind of like a, yeah. like a middle schooler talking trash to a UFC fighter. Like, oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's cute. Uh, I'm tougher than yeah. you, right? You've been Absolutely. there. Absolutely. That's, that's an understatement. It's just, I mean, my, my story goes all the way back to my childhood. I, I had an abusive does. childhood. My parents were addicts. Um, I was, went home to home every several months. So, you know, I'd never had stability in my life. And so, you know, what, my, here's my what you're going to do. I've had his hands on my life all my life. So, I mean, I've come a very long way. You, absolutely. And here's what you're going to do you're going to create the <laughs> home. Um, you're going to create the home that you didn't have. Yes. You're going to be the mom that you didn't have. Your kids exactly. um, are going to have a different legacy. This is called changing your family tree. Um, how can yes. I help you right now? What's the thing that George and I can do to help you right now? I just want to make the right step to, for my financial health. I want to be able to save money. I want to be able to start working on my debt the right way and still have money put back. I want to work on the baby step one to have $1,000 without tapping into it because mm-hmm. that seems to be a problem. Um, we're downsizing our storage unit to a cheaper one. It's going to cut the cost in half. What's in the storage get- unit that you need? Our, our home, pretty much. Everything. Home home, we, we, yeah. When are you going to be able to get full-time income? I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks because um, I'm trying to relocate down state where I'm at so I can okay. have more help with child care from my family and stuff. So, Selena, I want so, you all these plans, these plans, these plans, I want you to write them on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Get them out of your head, okay? Because they okay. come at you like fireworks, right? Yes, they do. All right. So I want you to write these things down. Here's plan one, plan two, plan three. I want you to get somebody in your sober living community that will be accountability for you. Probably um, 
a sponsor of some sort and somebody walking alongside you, I don't want you to hang on the line. I'm going to send you Own Your Past and Change Your Future and my brand new book, Building a Non-Anxious Life. And I'm going to send you Financial Peace University. And I'm going to send you a year of every dollar. All of it. I'm going to give you all the tools to get you launched out. But you have to go make it happen. We love you. You call us anytime and we're here to help you. I'm so, so, so proud of you. So proud of you. We'll be right back. Fake it till you make it. It's popular career advice, but it doesn't work for very long. If you don't love what you do, you can't fake the enthusiasm and energy you need to win at work. You also can't fake your physical health and energy. Everybody knows we should eat more fruits and veggies, but fruit chews and veggie chips don't count. If you aren't winning physically, I promise you're limiting your opportunities to win professionally. Folks, I know you're going hard right now to pay off debt and get ahead professionally. You need another gear. And that's why Balance of Nature will help you. They help me. They give me the benefits of fresh, whole fruits and veggies in just seconds. The blend of 31 different fruits and veggies is powdered in an advanced process that locks in the nutrients. So go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code RAMSEY to get 35% off your first order and lock in a lifetime price as a preferred customer. That's balanceofnature.com with the promo code RAMSEY for 35% off your first order. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joined by George Campbell. 888-825-5225. We're taking your calls on money, marriage, life, mental health, emotional health, all of it. The Ramsey Show question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. From repairs and maintenance to remodeling and upgrades, Neighborly's trusted home service providers have trained local experts who can handle almost any job. So go to neighborly.com to find and schedule service today. Today's question comes from Cindy in New Mexico. Within the last week, I found out that not one, but two close friends who make over $100,000, which is very good for our part of the country, are so deep in debt they are considering filing for bankruptcy. I'm honestly floored. I would love to talk to them about the Ramsey way, but not entirely sure how to gently broach the topic. I know they will ultimately make their own decision, but I also want to show them there's another way. Oh, this is a lot less financial and a lot more uh, relational. And uh, gently broach the topic. If my buddy's on the brink of bankruptcy, I don't think there's anything gentle about what's going on here. I think I'm going to shake them and go, dude, please do not do this. There's another way. And uh, I don't know they're going to listen to you at that point. Yeah, I'm a big believer in staying out of people's business unless they're about to get hit by a truck. And so, for instance, if if I'm with my friends and they're like, yeah, we've decided to stop going to doctors. We just, um, we got a special herb out in our yard and we rub it on our we face. We watched a YouTube video. Yeah, it helps with our diarrhea. Then, uh, you know what? If you don't, if you ask me like, do you think that's a good idea? Oh, I'm going to tell you. But they don't. They don't ask me that. And so I smile and say, I can't wait to hear how that works out. But if they said, hey, uh, we have a toddler and we've been growing this three-leaved uh, plant that some call poison ivy. We're going to rub it all over their face to help with their eczema. I would yell and kick and scream, right? So in this case, if your friends are throwing credit cards down on the table at dinner all the time and they're always talking about what a great deal they got on their new lease, I don't get involved in those conversations because they didn't ask my opinion. But if I have a friend who's about to file bankruptcy, they make a whole bunch of money um, and they just don't understand because you and I both talk to people who have filed for bankruptcy and it is a traumatic event. I'm going to get involved because I love my friends and say, 
I can't, I, I have to, I have to speak now because I can't forever hold my peace. Mm. Don't do this, right? Yeah. If there's another way, let's figure this thing out. I would go and I'd say, hey, drinks on me. I'm going to buy you dinner. Here's what I'm asking. Before you file for bankruptcy, just read this book. Here's Total Money Makeover. Total Money Makeover right. and say, just read it and let's have a conversation. I'm going to send you four YouTube clips. That's yeah. going to be a total of like 40 minutes. Watch those and then uh, that's it. That's if all you have I'm any questions, let's talk. And if you decide after that you're going to do what you want, to, that's fine. But at least read this book. Mm-hmm. Take six hours and do this one thing before you implode your financial life. And not only implode your financial life, slate. you're going to strain your marriage. The chances of you hanging on to your marriage go away. The chances of you hanging on to your physical health go away. Your emotional health go away. So um, let's do whatever we can. And this is just me loving you like I know how to do. And if you tell me to shut my mouth and mind my own business, that's fair. Yeah. But I needed to tell you, I think a truck's coming right at you. And that tone matters. It's not from a high horse of like, wow, you're so financially unsophisticated. It's, dude, I love you. I don't want to see you go through this. I know what happens when people go through this. I know you know what happens. But this is not the only option. You're showing them option C and doing it in a way that is not gentle and hey what if yeah. no this is dude do not drive off the cliff please yeah, if, if a car is coming towards a, a little kid in the road you don't go um we, we don't want to scare him so um hey billy billy there's a car coming no you scream at the top of your lungs right and you go running and screaming you might even shove a kid out of the way to keep him from getting run over right yeah that's this kind of situation here right that's tough though not yeah. an easy situation to deal with not trying to minimize it but i'll say this sydney thanks for being a friend that cares Thanks mm-hmm. for being a friend that cares. Uh, most friends just go, oh my gosh, YOLO. The theme of today's episode is you can't change other people. Yeah. Every single call has been like, hey, I really want to. You can't. Yeah. You can't make them do anything they don't want to do. They're adults. Yeah. And that's a really hard thing to grieve, just to go like, I knew there was a better answer, a better way, and they did the dumb thing. And they don't didn't ask me. Or they did, and they did something completely different, and that people have the right to... Make decisions that are That's America. Freedom right. goes both ways. <laughs> Let's go out to Minneapolis and talk to the great and wonderful Matt. Hey, Matt, what's up? Hey, how you guys doing today? We're doing great, man. Hey, so uh, real quick, I've been following the Ramsey baby steps. Um, I just graduated college a few months ago, got a full-time job, and I'm wondering about how I go about saving for a house while investing. Um, I don't have any debt. I went through college, uh, paid off all my school, uh, so I'm debt-free now. I'm living at home, hopefully only for a year or so before I get in an apartment or something. Um, Yeah, just kind of wondering what your guys' thoughts were on money management while I save up. That's awesome. Okay, so what are you making? Um, I started at $26 an hour, and there's quite a bit of overtime left so i've been eating uh quite a bit of that up and then i work part-time at a restaurant sweet so we're talking 60k plus yeah hopefully awesome okay and do you have an emergency fund saved up i know you don't have a ton of expenses right now living at home but what do you have in savings yeah so um i've got it all written down here i have a roth ira with about 1200 in it um i have the emergency fund is in a high yield savings with about two grand um, then I have another separate savings account with about seven grand, and then I have a normal taxable brokerage account with about three grand in it. Okay, so you're already on this path of investing, and you've got about nine thousand liquid. Does that sound right? Correct. Okay, so that's that would put you in baby step three B, which is where you save up for the down payment for a home. And while you live at home, I mean, take advantage of that. Live on nothing. And there's a few yeah, paths for this. Awesome. It's a choose your own adventure. When you get to, when it comes to investing in down payment in this phase, some people do zero percent and they go hard on that down payment. Some people choose to do fifteen percent 
And then whatever's left, throw it at the down payment. Some people do the match. And then beyond that, throw money at the down payment. My favorite version is let's invest 50. Clearly, you love investing. And so if you're able to make up the gap and still hit your down payment goal while investing 15%, all the better. But if you told me, hey, I want to pause because this is a huge goal for me. And in one year, I want to buy this house. Then I would say, all right, well, let's pause investing. And so you just kind of pull the lever in whatever direction you're feeling. And at your age, you have tons of time to invest. So it does not worry me for you to go to 0% for a period of time. Mm-hmm. How does that hit you? What are you feeling? Yeah, um, I was just, um, for this first year of living at home, I was thinking about renting after moving out before, you know, getting a house. Because, uh, you know, come to think of it, there's a lot more expenses than just a house payment. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and not only that, but you've got the earnest money, you've got the closing costs, you have the down payment, you have, if there's any fixes the house needs, you have ongoing maintenance and repairs, property taxes, homeowners insurance. It's not all gumdrops and rainbows once you're a homeowner. And I love homeownership, but I think it's a good warning to those who feel like renting is a sin and it's a waste of money. And I'm going, dude, renting is the most you're going to pay right now. The mortgage is is the, the bottom of the barrel before we start adding on the other expenses. So I think it's wise at your age to just go rent for a year. Whether you do that now okay. or a year from now, yeah, and that—that's right. the highest—the highest form of uh, advice I could give you is if you were my little brother, if you were my my best friend's son, I would tell you the exact same mm-hmm. thing. I think a year of practicing okay. living on your own, renting, paying bills, figuring out how that works when the when the cable company says they're going to be there—that's probably the oldest thing I've ever said. When the internet company says they're going to be there, um, and they don't show up, like dealing with all that stuff. And that's a good bridge to what comes next. And you and your analytical uh, investing mind are going to think you're wasting money. It's going to feel like I could be, I could be making so much more if I wasn't paying rent. That's part of uh, growing up is dealing with some of those feelings and knowing, no, I'm doing the right thing, right? I feel this, but I'm going to go ahead yeah. and do the next right thing anyway. But you're crushing it, man. Just stay on this path. Don't do you like living that. at home, by the way? What's that? Do you like living at home, by the way? Is that working for you? Yeah, I do. I've I've been blessed with that with having some parents that take good care of me and they allow me to live there rent free. So I'm taking advantage of that while I can, but I'm trying to stay thankful. It's awesome. How old are you? I just turned 21. Oh my gosh. So can you imagine John, if we were 21 thinking like him? Oh yeah, no, I definitely was not doing that. Uh, I'm going to say, give you some, just my opinion on, that's going to sound a little bit counterintuitive than what we normally would say on this show. Um, it sounds like you have a good head on your shoulders, which makes me think your folks had a good head on their shoulders as well. Y'all have a great relationship. I might not sprint out of this house. Um, if it's working for y'all in this season, you do need to get out and get your own place. Um, but man, if you can leave with a pile of cash and your your relationship with your parents is, is still intact, man, you, you may want to hang on to this for another six months or another year um, if it's working for everybody. Just a thought. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. This is The Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. It is hard to believe. George, I was just telling my wife the other day, it feels criminal that the kids are already going back to school. It confuses me. I grew up in the North. You didn't go to school until after Labor Day. In the South. I moved I grew to up the in South. Texas. I'm like, it's July. Time May to get 25th, ready for school. You were out, and you went back after christmas i don't know it just felt like what happened to kids enjoying their youth enjoying the summer we don't have time for that george these other countries are coming for us well poor teachers didn't get to enjoy their summer because they're back teaching (laughs) that's exactly right teachers and students across the country are headed back to the classroom and to honor the heroes that we call teachers 
We have one of our great foundations and personal finance teachers on the show with us. It is the great and wonderful Greg from Green Bay, Wisconsin. What's up, Greg? Hey, guys. How you doing today? I'm excited to be with you. Thanks we for having me on the show. Rocking on to the break of dawn, man. We are honored to talk to you, my friend. So where do you teach and how many students go there? I teach at a Schwabanon High School, which is a suburb of Green Bay, and we have right around uh, between 1,000 and 1,100 students. That's a party. How long have you been teaching? Yeah. Um, for 15 years. Wow. So you're, that's 1,000 years old in, in, in human years. <laughs> yeah, that's about how it ages you as well. Have you aged like Obama in office? Like, did you start and you were just bright-eyed, bushy tails, all your hair... Yeah, I'm a little gray and thinning on top, so... <laughs> well, you're doing good work. You're doing good work. So we understand that you do a lot of work with your students on how they can go to college without taking student loans. What does that look like? And do you have any, any stories that come to mind as you've been kind of coaching these kids? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I use the foundations and personal finance in my class, and you know, the five foundations are awesome. We go through all of them, but when I get to the cash for college... And talking about college, I'm amazed at how many kids are setting off to college. And I pose one question to them, and I ask them, I say, uh, how are you going to pay for college? And almost every one of the students say, I'm going to take out a loan. So I repeat the question. I say, no, how are you going to pay for college? And their response, again, is with confusion because, you know, just the standard is this is how the system works. We're going to go to college. We're going to take out loans, and we'll pay for them later. So I really break it down and dive into what they're actually paying for because when they become 18 or these responsible adults, the debt they take on becomes theirs. So I really try to uh, you know, show them the impact and break down how that debt will actually impact them over the next 10, 15, 20, or possibly their entire lifetime. Wow. When did you get inspired to take this on? Because I've been a public school teacher and – there's pretty tight parameters about what we talk about and when we talk about it and all that. What inspired you to say, I'm going to stop the presses because these kids got to know this? Yeah, because I think a lot of people look at, um, you know, their financial situation and they're doomed by their past, by what their parents' mistakes have done and things like that. And it's like, wait a minute, you write your own financial future. We're going to start turning this around and showing kids who are, you know, a lot of kids don't see their value or their worth because, uh, when your financial outlook from the past has been so doom and gloom, they don't see how they can get out of the hole. So this is something that uh, I teach business and marketing, and I came from a business background. So it was like, we need to get this in the hands of the kids, uh, you know, and everybody should have this financial understanding and financial literacy because we can make all the money we want, but if we can't handle it, it doesn't make any sense. So I took it on about about nine years ago. I really started hammering the personal finance really hard. And five years ago, uh, through my son and daughter-in-law, discovered you know the Ramsey practices, and then right away said, "My kids need this." Wow, Dude, that's amazing! That's incredible. Man. I can't wait to hear the stories as kids go to college, graduate, and they reach back out like, "Mr. Greg, dude, I'm working now. Yeah. I got no debt." Like, oh my gosh! Like the ripple effect you're having and how instrumental you are in these kids' financial future, even more than their parents, who are just don't have a plan and going, yeah, I guess we'll take out debt. I'll co-sign. And you're out here coaching these kids one-on-one, -on -one, showing them a different path. And for that, we are so grateful for you, Greg. 
Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. There's so many opportunities to do this when you break it down. You know, I pose a real quick question to the kids. I say, how many of you would take out a loan for your food, then pay interest on it over the next 10 to 15 years? And, of course, every student goes, well, that's stupid. Why would we do that? And I said, then why will 80% of you are going to a four-year college do that? Wow. Because half of half of your money goes to housing and food. So that's, you know, on average about nine grand a year here in our state. So it's like you're going to pay for that until you're in your 30s. That's an you interesting know, you, way to think about it. Your room and board yeah. for that cafeteria, you're paying 6% interest on for the next 20 years. Correct. So, oh, my goodness. Greg, so let me say this. Um, on behalf of myself, I got a middle schooler and a, and a seven-year-old little girl. And George is a is a soon father to be. Like, um, it's real easy to get down at how the world looks, you know, when you spend too much time in the in in the media and when you're watching the news. And it's guys like you, it's men and women like you who are out there um, saying, "Not on my watch." And I know I've got a curriculum to cover, but I'm going to make sure that these young men and women, before they leave our school, you are the guys who are going to are going to change. Our culture. You're the guys that are gonna give. They give hope and light new fires with these youngsters, and it's amazing. To learn more about the Foundations and Personal Finance course and how you can bring it to your high school, if you're one of those teachers or you know a teacher who's constantly coming home saying, "Oh my gosh, I've got to teach these kids something else," um, or if you're a teacher saying, "What? I, I just can't sleep anymore knowing that these kids are just." jumping off the cliff and jumping off the cliff and jumping off the cliff without the right information. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash education. And if you think, I'm just a homeschool parent, I just we have a program for you too. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash education. And if you don't have an incredible teacher like Greg to help you find a way to go to college debt-free and you're stuck with student loans, be sure to go to RamseySolutions.com slash student loans to get that stuff out of your life forever forever uh george did you have a teacher that was super inspirational to you 100 percent. senior year dr laflam my english teacher i was in english ap i'm not smart i'm not even agreed. great at reading agreed but Continue. i was in it because he was like you have a gift of creative writing you're a musician writing lyrics i want you in my class and i want you to develop this skill and to this day i mean i just i'm finishing edits on my first book and i'm like i'm he's in the back of my mind going this is the guy who said you can do this you have, you have what it takes. And so teachers are so instrumental in your future, more than they even know. And the ripple effect they have is inspiring. And Greg is doing that right now. That's incredible, man. All right, let's run out real quick to Detroit and talk to Michael. Hey, Michael, what's up? Hey, guys, it is a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. You bet. Hey, I'm up against the clock, so hop right to your question, all right? Hey, hey, I'm an everyday millionaire. I just made it last Woo! month. Congratulations. You know, know, yeah, thank you. And I've got like two hundred thousand in cash, and I'm I'm just wondering what should I do with that? Whatever you want, you're welcome to mail it to us up here, man. I'm happy to. Now, congratulations, <laughs> man. So, do you have a paid for house? Thank you. Are you a homeowner? I have a paid for house, and I just sold a lake house. That was a mistake. Um, but we got the money out of that lake house, and that's what pushed me over the edge. Wow. Congrats, okay, so you're sitting on 200000 You have the emergency fund. You have a paid for house. Now is the time to inflate the the tires here when it comes to giving, saving, and spending. And that's a really nice way okay. to balance it so you don't get out of control. 
So you don't need to go invest right. all 200000 Let's give some. Let's increase our lifestyle to a certain degree if you want to do that, if it's time to upgrade the car. I mean, some of these Baby Steps millionaires out there, they haven't been on a vacation in 10 years. I'm like, go on a freaking vacation. Have some nice stuff. You can do this now. You've lived like no one else. And the other side, right. continue to build wealth and invest and find things you're passionate about, get plugged in. I mean, you probably have more time now too, right? Uh, yeah, because I don't have to take care of the place up north. Yeah, I do have more time, but I still work full time. I work a lot of overtime. Very cool. Um, I'm actually retired from one company drawing a pension and working at a second company and still investing in another 401. Ah, uh, wow. boy, Michael. So you've got options here. So that's what I'm trying to tell you is yeah. now's the time to dream a little bit and go, it, what yeah. could we do? George, I, I, I would love, before you start spending and giving, I'd love, I'd love, Michael, if you and a buddy or two went out and y'all dreamed about okay we've been running our whole lives and now we're here we get to we get to we get to decide what the back half of this thing looks like what do we want this thing to look like who do we want to give to what where do we want to live what do we want to drive where do we want to visit and let's dream a little bit and then you can reverse engineer that with those three steps george just gave you and you are off to the races congratulations good man congrats Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz and Jade Warshaw. So in my family, we've learned how to make everyday moments a priority, like Saturday sports games, recitals, vacations, and family reunions. Yes, and with kids, it is never too early to start planning for those big moments as well, like saving for college. Yeah, Jade, we both know that in between all the everyday moments and the big moments, life still happens. My car will still need repairs, your kids will break something in the house, and we might spend more than we'd like to to replace the roof at some point. But for every single one of those moments, putting them in the budget is key to building the life we want for ourselves and our families. Yes, that's why we use Every Dollar. It's the simple budgeting app that helps anyone plan for their month. They can track their spending. They can save for things that matter most, the big moments and those everyday moments. You can download the app or check the show notes for the link and create your free account today. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joined by George Camel. Listen, um, if you are like me and you are concerned about the financial direction of the country, um, all these student loan numbers and credit card debt just passed a trillion dollars and mortgage debt, just this and that, and you just want to go to your neighbor's house and say, what are you doing? But you can't do that because your neighbor's kind of weird and you don't know him. Listen, If you will go subscribe, like the show, it is a way for no money for you to help spread the message that we're trying to to communicate here, which is to empower people to take control of their money, take control of their life. And if everybody will take care of their house and their finances and stop owing people money and stop living so unintentionally and so recklessly with no margin, if people will take this on, then the problems in Washington, it, it, the whole conversation changes. And I know it's hard to go knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, I see those two cars that you're leasing out there. I, you should read this book because they'll tell you to leave. But if you will like or subscribe this show, um, if you will leave a five-star review, if you hear a great, great episode or a great call, you just text it to your friend. Um, it kicks the show up in the algorithm and it helps get the show to more people, right? You are our voice out in the marketplace. We don't spend a jillion dollars advertising. We don't buy stadiums. We don't put up, um, I don't know, we, we just don't do a lot of that stuff uh, because we have you. 
and people who are walking these baby steps and their lives are changing, they're sleeping better, their marriages are improving, their relationships with their kids are changing, um, they're able to breathe again, and you just can't help but tell everybody when suddenly you find yourself free. So um, please leave a review, share it with your friends, subscribe, do all the things on whatever little gadget you're listening to this this show on. Um, it really makes a difference for everybody. Thank you so, so much. All right, let's run out to, uh, let's just walk down the street to Nashville, Tennessee and talk to our great friend, Rebecca. What's up, Rebecca? Hi. What's up? Well, I have a question. I just applied for a loan to get a third rental property. And the loan agent said that I don't have um, enough debt for them to take a chance to give me a rental property. My, <laughs> yeah, I they love America. I am worth one point five million dollars collectively with my husband. My credit score is like seven eighty. They said that's not true. If you don't have debt, you don't have a credit score. And she wants me to go get some credit cards and some debt before I reapply to purchase our third home that the other two are outright paid for. I'm very confused. Okay, so let me get this straight. You've got two paid-for properties. You don't have debt, but you still have a credit score due to some sort of open line of credit, or you have credit cards that you pay off every month? What's going on there? Um, so our our home in Nashville is worth 1.2 mil, and we owe like 200000 on it. So... Um, so I'm I, confused. I you said you're debt free, and she's saying you can't. Yeah. She's saying the two hundred thousand mortgage isn't enough debt to warrant more debt. Well, it's in the two hundred. the The house is in both of our name, this one, but that loan is in my husband's name. So I'm not on that debt. So technically, that two hundred thousand is on him. Got it. And I have no debt. So he could but take out I'm the debt on in his all name. Of the property. Yes, he can take it out. He's already got it approved for him, but I'm worried. What happens if he dies and I'm now trying to, I mean, I know I have 1.5 in basically real estate that I can buy a house for cash, but I'm still just nervous about me not being able to get a loan. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Why do I have to so get a So your fear card? is not his death. It's I won't be able to get a loan if he does die. Okay. Well, let's rewind here because here's here's my thing. We wouldn't even recommend you do this rental property thing with debt. I would say you guys okay. make plenty of money. You have an amazing mm -hmm. net worth. You've built wealth. Let's just purchase this when we have the cash. Okay. So that's my caveat is that I don't even agree with this decision before we get okay. to why you can't get a loan with that credit score. I'm not a loan agent. I can't tell you why they won't give someone with a 780 credit score a loan. I thought you were saying you don't have a credit score and therefore they wouldn't give you a loan. You have a 780 yeah. and they're saying we won't do yeah. it. So, and that's yeah. because rental property is not treated the same way as a primary residence. Rental property yeah. is investment and investment equals more risk to the lender. And so they see someone out here, you know, floating a few properties, a few mortgages, and they can just decide to not give you the money if they don't want to. Okay. So if he wants okay. to take out the debt and that's y'all's business, I, I don't condone <laughs> it. But if he wanted to do it under his name, uh, do you not have life insurance, either of you? Yeah. Yeah, we both have. Um, well, the hospital gives us like two and a half times our our annual pay. So we have quite a bit of... Um, you need 10x each. Yeah. Call, our, call our friends at Xander Insurance and get 10X each. On a term okay. life, level term life policy is what you're wanting. Uh, how old are you two? Mm -hmm. um, 52. Okay. 
Look into it. It may be a little pricier, but you guys have the money to do it. And clearly, this is a fear of yours. If he dies, what am well, I going to do financially? Even though we have all these assets, I'm going to have to liquidate it all. It could be a mess. And two and a half times his income isn't going to get you that far. It will get you nowhere. Yeah, that's not. So gonna be you're going to need like millions in order to survive this thing and grieve his loss and go yeah. get more debt if that's what you want to do. But the other, the other thing is this. Again, with the caveat, I absolutely think George is right. Don't borrow money for a third rental property. Y'all make way too much money. Save it up and buy it. It sounds like you want to do it because you want one that's yours. No, no, just to build wealth because we we're almost done paying this one off. We put about eighteen thousand a month on the current home that just has the two hundred thousand left. So the other one's paid off. This one will be paid off relatively fast with eighteen thousand a month. So we're trying to look towards this future of once this one's paid off, just buying a house every five years or even less. Couldn't you do that with cash? Buy one every two years. Buy a four or $500,000 house every two years. Just keep that same $20,000 that you're paying on your place and rolling it in. Okay. 20 grand Mm -hmm. times 12. You're talking 240 times two Mm -hmm. years. You have 480 every Mm -hmm. two years to go buy more property. And when you do it that way, it's going to cash flow like hotcakes because you're not a mortgage. 10, the houses start paying for themselves. So then you take all the income from your houses and you buy another one and then you buy another one. Yeah. And then. Yes, and that's where we did our first one. Yep. That's let's right. keep okay. that going. So let's just focus on this mortgage you have right now. Pay your house off. Pay it off. Then let's do cash yeah. for the rest of them. And I, that's not a pie okay. in the sky. That is how Dave Ramsey has purchased many, many, many properties uh, over the last 30 years now. Okay. Yeah. After he got burned doing it the risky way of like, well, we're just going to keep collecting more debt and the tenants will pay for it. So it's basically free money. It's a money-making scheme until it's not. Yeah, and the, right. you said it best. I want to build wealth. Hang on the line. I'm going to send you Dave's book, his most recent bestseller, Baby Steps Millionaires. And it really is a map. It's a roadmap oh. that oh, says perfect. like, hey, the world and Instagram and TikTok are going to tell you to get rich this way. Here's the way to do it. All the other speculative (laughs) nonsense. Yes, people have gotten wealthy because they happen to be doing something risky in a sliver of history where it worked out. There's also people who go to Vegas and you hear about them, a friend's cousin's grandma's brother who made a whole bunch of money. Vegas wouldn't exist if that happened every time. That's why you know about that one guy. Similarly, speculative real estate rolls over and rolls over and rolls over. But if you have four houses, five houses, six houses that you own in cash, and then you get one of these these real estate rollovers, then you just go knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, I'll buy that for half its value in cash right now. And that's how people pick up a lot of houses when things get sideways. They don't owe anybody any money and they got cash from that cash flow. It's a different game. That's building wealth. It's chestnut checkers. Getting a whole bunch of mortgages, that's not wealth building. Having a whole bunch of okay. houses that nobody can take away from you because they're all yours, that's wealth. See the difference? Yes, yes, definitely. Love it. Well, right. hey, come well, visit you, us Rebecca. soon. You're yeah, just come down, down the, the street road. and hang out. Have some cookies and uh, some uh, coffee here at the, the, at the Ramsey Cafe. <laughs> if you can pull uh, George away from the cookie bar. Can't stop me. But that's a good point, John. A lot of people that call the show like, we got rental properties. I'm like, how much are you making? They're like, $4,000 a year. I'm like, bro, I could do Uber and make that that's instead a, of having all this risk yeah. in my life. I know, but it's we're wealth building. Nope. Not nope. when you're you making slim profit margins. You're making a, a mortgage lender very, very wealthy is what you're doing. Yeah. Hey, that's, well, that's another hour of the books here on The Ramsey Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.